With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Standing Ground is a production of Leahy Media. Last night, uh, I was on my way back to the hotel. It was late at night, and um, I got a call uh, from the head of my company, and he said, I've got some really bad news. And I said, okay. And he said, this is really bad news. Are you seated? I said, yeah, I'm in the car. I'm on the way back to the hotel he said uh, Doc Thompson was killed um, tonight and it took me a while to even process at first it just didn't what apparently Doc Thompson who did the morning blaze for a long time uh, at the blaze uh, TV and radio uh, was out jogging last night, and he had his um, earbuds in, and he was jogging next to the railroad tracks, and apparently, um, we think that his headphones were up so loud that he could not hear the train that was coming, and it uh, sideswiped him and killed him. Doc Doc was one of the more talented and gregarious guys that I know. Um, He was a guy who would come into my office all the time. I got an idea. I got an idea. He was the, the ultimate entrepreneur. And he left us... Was it during this last summer, Stu? Yeah, not, not too long ago. Um, he left us to start his own business. And um, I was thrilled for Doc because that's who he is. He was just an entrepreneur and an idea guy. And he loved entrepreneurs. And he loved new businesses. And, and because of Doc, many businesses are flourishing because he would really take them under his wing and he cared deeply about people who were trying to do business. Um, and he left to start 
uh, his own broadcast unit, and he put every single penny he had in it. Uh, and he was the kind of guy who bet on tomorrow and bet uh, on himself. That is Glenn Beck uh, this week uh, eulogizing his dear friend and colleague uh, at the Blaze. That's courtesy of the Blaze. One, Doc Thompson. To bring this home for you and myself as my own therapy. In 2008, I was laid off from CBS Radio in Boston. I made a pledge to myself, and that pledge was, I would never do radio again. I was a producer, on-air producer. I could flick the switch and weigh in on stuff and thought to myself, well, you know, this is over. What's next? And that's kind of one of the exciting things about life is that you never know what's around the corner. And once again, I said, that's it. I've had it. I'm done. At the time in 2008, really still radio was terrestrial radio that you hear in your car, you turn on the dial, whatever. But streaming and internet radio was on the up and up. Two years into my radio convalescence, my ex-girlfriend at the time, uh, she had said to me, uh, well, not ex-girlfriend at the time, <laughs> girlfriend at the time, said to me, well, why don't you start your own show? I said, how the hell am I going to do that? She was, I'm going to go figure it out. Because I'm just not going to walk into a radio station and say, give me a radio show. So I figured, well. So I started recording these little vignettes, literally on my iPhone. Sent them to my friend Scott McKay in Chicago. And he put together a demo reel. And I sent it out. And I was given a one-hour slot on Red State Talk Radio. Uh, it was exciting. It was, it was a one-hour kind of a feature, which this is now a two-hour feature hearing. And it grew a little bit, and then I was brought to Talk America Radio with Ron Phillips, and then Talk America streamlined into what is now this network that you're listening to, which is Mojo Five O Radio. Great libertarian talk, and now an iHeart station which was essentially really the brainchild of one Doc Thompson, who I never had the honor of meeting. I consider him to have been a colleague, and yes, a friend, a friend to me, in the sense, even though we never met, that he was willing to take a chance with schmucks like me. I consider myself on the Mojo Network, on this network, to be the weekend filler guy. <laughs> I'm the EAS test. <laughs> and it was that kind of, if it wasn't for people like him, I wouldn't be doing this. 
and I never thought that I would be given the opportunity three years ago when I started recording those little vignettes on my phone. I never, ever, in a month of Sundays, would ever think I'd be on iHeart with Mojo Five O. And it was that kind of spirit that Doc Thompson possessed that gave idiots like me a chance. So, it's a horrible thing. Um, I'm not the one to take my program this weekend and eulogize Doc because uh, he was not as host to me as others. I got a beautiful email from him in a chain email, which I wish I had time to read it. It was when Mojo was getting up and running, he wrote this Beautiful missive. It read like the Magna Carta. I call it my radio founding document now. Where he he laid out, you know, what to do, what your target audience is, the way to behave, what you can say, what you can't say. And what I loved about it was that he said, with exception of a few things, the F word, don't say GD, say say whatever you want. And I have an interesting story about that, too, and why I'm so glad I'm out of terrestrial radio. Um, until the FCC comes um, uh, comes after Mojo, which don't think they're not thinking about it. So, anyway, uh, a horrible loss. Uh, there is a GoFundMe page, as Glenn indicated there. Um, I'll mess up the backslash and the you know the hyphens and everything. If you just go to GoFundMe Doc Thompson, I'm sure you can find it. I believe that they have raised now well over a hundred thousand dollars. To help his his wife unit and and, and the children out uh, in these very very difficult circumstances. So, uh, rest in peace, Doc Thompson. Thank you for all your enduring brand of genius. Uh, you were great on the air. You were hysterical and highly intelligent, and I learned a lot from listening to you. And posthumously, I want to send you a message, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you. Um for uh, giving me the opportunity to do this uh, here on the network at Mojo uh, on iHeart. It's really incredible. I, I, I owe a great deal of it. Well, I mean, I owe thanks to a lot of people, but Doc is the one that had that real drive that moved it along. And uh, words cannot explain. I... I'm not feeling the pain that others are feeling because, like I said earlier, I was not as close to him as others. But it hurts none the less. So, to a man who had the ability, as Glenn Beck said, that entrepreneurial drive to make radio uh, in a whole different form, let's open up uh, this song. All right, well, yeah, rack it up. We'll open the show with this, and this is for you, Doc Thompson. I'm Jeremy Leahy. Welcome to Standing Ground. I was tuning in the shine on the light night dial, doing anything my radio advised. Songs bringing tears to my eyes. 
to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy, a man whose intellect has never been challenged by any sane person. He's an outstanding intellect. His uh, remarks, I've watched his performance, I've watched his statements. Honestly, they've been totally brilliant. Hang on to your seats, your dog, your steering wheel, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and yes, probably some Xanax. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. His popularity now unparalleled. Motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, dickheads. Jeremy Leahy is on. Controversial, unprecedented, and unexpected. Intriguing, trustworthy, and brutally honest. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. Email Jeremy now at standingground1776 at gmail.com. Politics, 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 politics. 
He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. Informative, controversial, direct, and yes, often funny. <laughs> order, 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 order. Now, from Boston, Massachusetts, Jeremy Leahy, without that annoying fake Hollywood Kennedy accent. I was elected to clean up this town, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get my hands dirty. Now, a man who admits he meddled, interfered, influenced the 2016 presidential election, and loved every minute of it. Supposedly, he's got a lawyer with $25,000 in a brown paper bag. We have to get on, we have to get on, we have so much time and so little to do. Strike that. Reverse it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a guy who's been kicked around, enjoyed a few highs and a few lows, but now is on top of the world. Because only if you've been in the deepest valley can you ever know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. A man with an agenda. The right one. Here's Jeremy Leahy. Okay, life goes on. The show goes on. As as Doc would have wanted. Alright. Let's have at it, shall we? Okay. A lot of news this week. Of course, I cannot get to everything. The State of the Union, uh, the death of Doc Thompson obviously put a damper on things, but as he would want, I'm just going to go on and do my show like I would normally do. But obviously this show is dedicated to him. Uh, it's it's been a blow to a lot of us uh, in the industry um, across the board, and I can see the tributes coming in. Once again, go check out the Doc Thompson GoFundMe page, and please, whatever it is, uh, $500, $5, $1, uh, to help out um, his lovely, and I'm sure, grieving wife, you know, what they're going to go through, what they're going through is horrible. So, uh, do me a favor, and go check it out. Um, Okay. Um, A lot today... The, the situation, we'll get to the State of the Union. That was the the, the big thing in the week. In my opinion, I, out of the park. Uh, this president is really beginning to humanize himself, which is not easy for one Donald Trump. <laughs> but uh, to Virginia, Virginia is for lovers. Well, okay, Um but this week, I think it was the New York Post said the Virginia is for idiots. Okay, please, if you cut uh, cut one, please. Democratic Party in the U.S. state of Virginia has been plunged into political crisis this week after claims of racism and sexual harassment were leveled at three of its top officials there. On Wednesday, the state's attorney general, Mark Herring, admitted to having worn blackface in the 1980s. It came right after its governor, Ralph Northam, found himself embroiled in a scandal after a racist photo of his student days appeared. Northam denies being in the photo, but has admitted to wearing blackface to a party on a separate occasion. He's now facing calls to resign. It is definitely not me. Uh, I can tell by looking at it. I have had friends also look at it and tell me it's not me. That same year, I did participate in a dance contest in San Antonio in which I darkened my face as part of a Michael Jackson costume. 
Oh my god. Oh, Governor, that's so offensive. Ooh. Oh. Penny, you're so black. Oh my god. Well, then again, I. Ooh. I painted myself white. Well. Is that speak to the governor from the great beyond? Ooh. She was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. Penny yourself black. That doesn't pay any comparison. <laughs> what I did to those kids at Never Never Land. <laughs> oh, Governor, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm going to weigh in on the blackface thing in a second. I, I have to. I'm, I'm tight on time here, guys, because of. Um, well-deserved, obviously, uh, talking about Doc Thompson at the top of the hour. Uh, but as Doc would want, i got to get my sponsors in. And one of them is Tar River Arms. Tar River Arms, America's virtual gun store. The most convenient place in the world to shop for firearms. Tar River Arms uh, uh, makes it easier and more convenient to purchase your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or twentieth firearm. Okay? Uh, modernizing online firearms sales to accommodate the online generation. It's a virtual gun store. Go check them out at tarriverarms.com. They have uh, great guns, great prices, and great service. It is veteran-owned and veteran-run, okay? tarriverarms.com. Buy a gun online. The virtual gun store experience. They're constantly having uh, weekly specials. You order, you pick up, no additional fees. Great guns, great prices, and great service. Once again, veteran-owned, veteran-run. Go check them out. TarRiverArms.com. It is America's virtual gun store, the most convenient place in the world to shop for firearms. Go check them out. Tar. RiverArms.com. Okay, adding to the pig screw in Virginia, <laughs> things could not get any worse with uh, well, the allegations of blackface, but uh, yeah, it heats up. Go ahead. Adding to the Democrats' woes in the state, it's Lieutenant Governor now Justin Fairfax has been accused of sexual misconduct, a claim he denies. Political commentator Julio Rivera told us the slew of allegations against powerful Democrats in the state are jeopardizing the party's legitimacy there. See, my question is this. We all remember uh, Christine Ford. Oh, excuse me. Dr. Ford. Professor Ford. Which, you know, we don't know what happened. But with all this going on with this lieutenant governor of Virginia, Mr. Fairfax, where is Maisie Hirodo of Hawaii, the senator, who came out during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, uh, we haven't heard her come forward and say this in regards to the lieutenant governor of Virginia. I expect the men in this country and the men in this committee, and many of them, believe me, because we all signed on to this letter to uh, demand an FBI investigation, but really, guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of actions? It's the men in this country, and I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. I don't know where she's been. I don't know where Camilla Harris has been. I don't know where Hillary Clinton has been. I don't know where Chelsea Clinton has been on this. If if the response is, well, he hasn't been nominated to the Supreme Court, what what does that have to do with it? Sexual assault is a very, very serious thing. Uh, Two women have come forward 
and apparently there have been contemporaneous statements from other women saying that he he acted inappropriately. So, uh, again, the logistics of it, one of them said it started with consensual kissing and moved on to something else. I don't even want to go there, the heat of the moment, that kind of thing. That's for a whole nother day. Uh, sometimes things can be perceived to be something that they're not. I don't know, but I'm willing to want to hear what she has to say, but I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt as well, which men aren't in these situations. Generally speaking, they're not. All right, quickly to the the blackface thing. When is Billy Crystal going to apologize for dressing up as a Sammy Davis Jr. back in the 80s, wearing blackface and actually doing a very, very funny skit. Remember this? A lot is made of the jewelry that you wear. And what I notice is that you never make comment about it. I mean, it's just part of you. It's not like you're bragging or, you know, it's not an ostentatious thing. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun, and they are part of me because I can't get the damn things off, you know. (laughs) But I love them. You know, it's fun. It's it's a tinkle toy. It was a hysterical bet. It was very funny, and he had Sammy Davis Jr. down pat. And Sammy Davis Jr. himself loved the skit. The blackface thing, I might weigh in on this a little bit more later. I mean, dressing up in blackface next to someone in a KKK outfit, not funny. But I think we are getting a little hypersensitive around some of this stuff, which we'll get to in a bit when I just found out this week now that Mary Poppins has been declared to be racist, and we'll get into that. All right, I'm Jeremy Lee. Give me a call, 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. Talk to you on the other side of the break. The ink is black, the page is white. Together we learn to read and write. A child is black, a child is white. The whole world moves. One man. This is Stephen Airy with Defenders Live. One desire. Is that a Pablo Francisco skit? That reference is as old as Brad Staggs. All right, fine. Let's get it over with. I thought you might see it my way. He's here to give a defense of American exceptionalism. Arm yourselves, America. It's time for some offensive defense. Starring B-Rate Tom Cruise. Dude, I said that my my name in the beginning. Pay attention. In an hour-long epic for the minds of this generation. Do not miss this defenders live on mojo 50 9 p.m eastern monday through friday live free yeah what he said mojo 50 defenders live 9 p.m monday through friday hey guys it's ron phillips with the conservative cartel You know, everyone lives with a little bit of pain, but living with diabetes can be a real pain. While you may have to test your blood sugar and take insulin, ordering your testing supplies shouldn't be one more pain you have to deal with. At least it's not when you work with Diathrive. Diathrive ships the testing supplies you need directly to your home when you need them. Gone are the days of visiting multiple stores to find the right strips, waiting in long lines to purchase your supplies, or sorting through your insurance requirements to figure out what they cover. Best of all, with plans starting as low as $8 a month, Diathrive is probably going to cost you less than what you're paying today. Diathrive saves you time and money. Plus, they're pretty fun to work with, too. So why don't you give Diathrive a chance to show you there's a better way to manage your diabetes? 
They're so convinced that you'll love their service that they're offering your first month of supplies free. Simply type the code MATT, that's M-A-T-T, at checkout. Be sure to head out to the web right now and check these guys out. It's diathrive.com. Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo 5 Radio. You see, most, most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Okay. Hey, welcome back to Standing Ground. This is Mojo 5.0 Radio, Mojo 5.0 Radio, now an iHeart station. Uh, feel free to uh, contact me, leave me a message at 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. Or email me at standingground1776 at gmail.com. Standingground1776 at gmail.com. Okay, this past week, uh, the president gave his second State of the Union, which had been delayed, as you know, due to the government shutdown. Uh, me being a Trump supporter, it's going to be hard to sound uh, because, you know, maybe I, I, I am being biased. But I got to tell you, that was one kick-ass State of the Union address. Uh, he was a different person to me in that chamber. He was more human. He come, came across as being more compassionate. And he got them a few times, especially, you know, the ladies that came out, they're dressed in their their first communion outfits. When he when he announced we have more women serving in Congress now, and they 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 just couldn't get out of that one. They had to stand up stand up and applaud. So anyway, let's let's go to some uh, highlights highlights of the State of the Union here. If we could please uh, cut four, and then I'll come back in and lay on. Right. Members of Congress, the state of our union is strong. That sounds so good. <laughs> An economic miracle is taking place in the United States, and the only thing that can stop it are foolish wars, politics, or ridiculous partisan investigations. If there is going to be peace and legislation, there cannot be war and investigation. It just doesn't work that way. No one has benefited more from a thriving economy than women who have filled 58% of the newly created jobs last year. You weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much. Large, organized caravans are on the march to the United States. I have ordered another 3,750 troops to our southern border to prepare for this tremendous onslaught. This is a moral issue. In the past, most of the people in this room voted for a wall, but the proper wall never got built. 
I will get it built. We are now making it clear to China that after years of targeting our industries and stealing our intellectual property, the theft of American jobs and wealth has come to an end. Tonight, we are also joined by Pittsburgh survivor Judah Samet. He arrived at the synagogue as the massacre began. But not only did Judah narrowly escape death last fall, more than seven decades ago, he narrowly survived the Nazi concentration camps. Today is Judah's 81st birthday. do that for me, Judah. <laughs> Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. It, it, at times, what you, have to, you have to look at it this way, okay? And it, the, the, the quintessential one is the one when Bill Clinton years ago got up and bragged about how much he was cracking down on illegal immigration and that he was uh, expediting deportations and all the Dems got up and they cheered and said, oh, great, more border security and cracking down on uh, illegal hiring and all this. Now, all of a sudden, Donald Trump talks about it and he's a monster. But there there were a few times where, like, uh, I was talking to my associate producer Reagan Ronald yesterday at large. Reagan Ronald is my uh, is my phantom producer. He's out in the field, uh, and he brings to me information. But he said, like you you could you could t- take take the major announcements, and it's like they can't even applaud for anything really really good. Uh, it, it's it's almost like it's well it's like this. Members of Congress, the state of our union is strong. <laughs> it's like they they show up and they they go on their cell phones and they burp and fart through the entire thing. They just don't want to applaud anything. All right, here here's another one I thought of. Go ahead, fire it. We are now making it clear to China that after years of targeting our industries and stealing our intellectual property, the theft of American jobs and wealth has come to an end. (laughs) The, the The State of the Union is great. Uh, well, it's a wonderful tradition, and I, I remember as a kid. And I think I've talked about this before. As a kid, it was a family event. I remember my dad. We'd have dinner, and my dad would say to us kids, "Now clean up because the president's going to speak to you tonight." And I'm dating myself. I mean, I barely remember Nixon. I barely remember Carter, but I remember the Gipper. And it was a, it was very dignified. It was very respectful. The only respect you really see now with Trump is when he walks into the chamber, they stand and applaud because you always applaud the president when he comes in. 
into the chamber. But now you look out and you see a lot of these Dems just behaving like infants, like literally children. Nancy Pelosi with that tongue-in-cheek smirk on her face the entire time it can barely hold it together. But the polls, even CNN, had the approval rating among Americans of this latest State of the Union was like in the high 50s. CBS poll had it in the 70s. Now, doesn't mean that everybody who was polled agreed with everything that he said in his delivery. But the question was, they had, well, the response is, they had a good feeling about it. They felt good about it. Which is bad news for the Democrats. Chuck Schumer called it. Do we have it? Hang on a second here. Oh, yeah, this is Schumer talking before Trump had even given the State of the Union. And this is typical liberal, glass is half full, everything's horrible, we're all dying, we're all going to hell, and the world is going to implode. We all know uh, President Trump will say tonight that the state of our union is strong. But the American people know the truth. On the economy, health care, governance, foreign policy, it's abundantly clear that the Trump administration has been failing the middle class in this country. <laughs> what is the state of the Trump economy? <laughs> failing the middle class. <laughs> what is the state of the Trump health care system? Failing American families. <laughs> what is the state of the Trump administration? Chaos. <laughs> and what is the state of Trump foreign policy? inside out and backward <laughs> on the economy wealthy shareholders corporate executives cashed in from the trump gop tax law <laughs> american workers are left holding the bag <sighs> on health care think of this after years of steady decline this guy's an asshole the number of americans really without health insurance is going back up under president trump so full of shit the state of the trump administration is chaos we've had more cabinet turnover than in a hundred years even Republicans yeah. are worried about that. Maybe you should quit. There's an article in the Washington Post, I believe it was today, that of the 705 top appointed jobs the president has, he hasn't even nominated people to 150. Yeah. And finally, foreign policy. We seem right, to sh- chastise, shut the criticize, prick. Shut the, and even humiliate Shut that allies. prick up. I can't take it anymore. I, I, I generally don't like to use language like that, but... Every time Chuck Schumer opens his mouth, I, I just I can't bear the guy. It's just he's such a Don Downer on everything. You can be rest assured, had Hillary Clinton given that exact same speech, Chuck Schumer would have come out and said she she's correct, we need strong border security. It's time for a wall, which he actually has done in the past, as the president indicated. Hey, hey. Remember this? This is Chuck Schumer in 2009. The first of these seven principles is that illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Until the American people are convinced that we will stop future flows of illegal immigration, we will make no progress on dealing with the millions of illegal immigrants who are here now and on rationalizing our system of legal immigration. It's plain and simple and unavoidable. 
When we use phrases like undocumented workers, that's right. We convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration, which the American people overwhelmingly oppose. That's right. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong. You think we it, have to change it, it is. Above all else, the American people want their government to be serious about protecting the public, enforcing the rule of law, and creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. <laughs> but anyway... Um Speaking of the whiny liberals who like sat during the speech and, and went on their their phones, right? Um, well, a lot of you may not know this. Like they, they they sat on the chamber and they texted and played Angry Birds or did whatever. Why they go, I don't know, but they show up just to you know so they can get on YouTube, being uh, displaying themselves as the immature little morons that they are, the left that is. But to my friends on the right side of the aisle. Politically and literally. Um, uh, have you heard of Patriot Mobile? A, a lot of people realize, don't realize that a lot of these big cell phone carriers, they, they, they fund the left. They fund people like uh, crybaby Chuck Schumer and, and, and Botox Nancy. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile provides more than just cell phone service. They cherish the sanctity of life and fight daily to protect it. Make a difference and defund Planned Parenthood by switching to Patriot Mobile. You know, we use our phones every single day. Why not use them to make a change? Super, super fast, reliable, nationwide cell phone coverage. Easy to switch and you get to keep your own number. Okay, Patriot Mobile offers a contract buyout of $500 per line, up to $1,500 per account credits. Okay, feel good about funding the right agendas with every call you make. Stop funding Big Mobile with unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month. Why wait? Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com or call 1-800-APATRIOT. That's 1-800-272-8746. That's 1-800-272-8746. Supporting your values at a value. Make a change. All right? Make the call. Switch to Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com or simply call 1-800-272-8746. Okay. Uh, cut seven, please. The Green New Deal, what could be the most far-reaching proposal to ever be considered on Capitol Hill? Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez unveils her vision for the New Deal yesterday. That's what this agenda is all about. Because climate change, climate change and our environmental challenges are one of the biggest existential threats to our way of life. Not at, not just as a nation, but as a world. Last week, I stated that I felt that Alexander Cortez was loony, which I still think she was, but I didn't bill her as being like clinically nuts. After hearing and reading about what she is proposing... That even some of her colleagues in the Democratic Party are like, "Mm -mm, I don't know about this. She's crazy. 
they have to lay her down on a couch in the Rayburn building and check under the hood. She's have her head examined. She's actually calling for the end of air travel. No more airplanes. It's 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 people like Alexandria Cortez. We fought two wars to get away from people like her. Government jobs for everybody, handouts for everybody. If you don't want to work, you don't have to. We'll just pay we'll, we'll just pay your bills for you. But I look at someone like Alexandria Cortez. Now she's she's front and center. But if I she'll never come on this show. But if I ever could sit her down, I would say to her, "Look, this is very admirable of you that you want to save the environment and save the world." Which we know there's a lot of debates around global warming and what is causing it, but for We'll let that go for now, and we'll just take her her position that it, it is it we're causing it. I'd like to know how Alexandria Cortez lives her life. I'd like to know. I don't know where she resides, but I'd like to know if she has like a really nice hair dryer that she fires up every morning. I want to know if yet she's to board a government jet and go on a fact-finding trip to, like, Aruba in the middle of January. And I want to know what she's willing to give up. If we could say, hey, look, we could end all this stuff and we could conserve and all that. uh, Would you be willing to go home every night, Alexandra, to your home, wherever you live, your apartment, wherever you reside, New York or Washington, and have battery-operated candles. And you don't need the hair dryer anymore. Just let your hair just... Yeah, you don't need that. And that's like, get rid of the apartment. Why don't you go live in a tent out and recycle your urine and drink it? And, uh, you know... um, uh, uh, go poop in the go poop in the woods. Get rid of your toilet. And, sorry to be so well, of course, but you know what I mean. And yeah, get rid of your car and all these little things that you have enjoyed your entire life, your young life at age twenty nine, and say, you know what, I don't need these things anymore. You know the. We're, we're, we're all hypocrit- hypocritical across the board. That's just part of the human condition. But the left is the worst. When you see how some people on the left live and then preach about conservation, give me a break. I haven't mentioned it in a while, but it's the, it, it, was the, it was the golden nugget of liberal hypocrisy. And that was Al Gore when he got outed, Mr. Conservation. For having an electric bill of $3,000 a month. And then as soon as the reporter outed him, they put solar panels on their house in, in Tennessee. Let's get, a, let's, get a cub, let's get a reporter to find out how much money Alexandria Cortez spends on gas every week and what her electric bill is. Uh, let's see if we can somehow, a friend or take some pictures of her apartment and see like how comfy she is and then say hey you really why don't you give this up give that up 
Anyway, speaking of charity, uh, <laughs> take a little break here. Charity Magnets. Have you heard about them? Charity Magnets designs and produces beautiful, high-quality products uh, for law enforcement supporters and their enthusiasts. Their community includes law enforcement professionals, uh, their families, first responders, corrections officers, and many other members of the military and private citizens dedicated to honor integrity and helping others in need. I want you to go check them out at CharityMagnets.com. That's CharityMagnets.com and see what can be purchased. Wonderful, wonderful products. Uh, For each sale, a donation would be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer, which has given more than $2.5 million dollars in donations, okay? So do me a favor, go check out CharityMagnets.com. When you go into the promo code, it's Mojo, M-O-J-O, promo code Mojo, M-O-J-O, for $5 off your purchase, okay? Support law enforcement, support these people's very hard and dedicated work, and go check them out at CharityMagnets.com. CharityMagnets.com, and you yourself can make a very big difference. CharityMagnets.com. All right. Moving right along here on Mojo 5 Radio. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. Okay, uh, cut 14, please. Breaking news tonight on the National Enquirer and the billionaire owner of Amazon and the Washington Post, Jeff Bezos. Tonight, tonight, Bezos published a personal account accusing the National Enquirer of blackmail, of extortion. This comes after Bezos announced he was divorcing his wife last month. The National Enquirer published a story on that same day alleging that Bezos had an affair and published personal texts and images of Bezos and the woman involved. Shortly afterwards, Bezos launched an investigation into how those texts and photos were leaked to AMI. In a blog post tonight on Medium, Bezos includes that he says is an email exchange with lawyers for AMI, the parent company of the National Enquirer. Bezos claims that in those emails, the National Enquirer threatened to release more damaging images unless Bezos ended his investigation of them. NBC News has reached out to both AMI and and Amazon, but they have not responded. Additionally, NBC has not seen copies of the letters themselves. Has NBC seen copies of the dick pics? Yeah. All right. What, what, what I'm getting from this story uh, is that this gentleman uh, has not denied uh, sending pitch, pictures of his love puppet to this woman or women or whatever. The only thing I can say is this for anybody, especially when you're in a position like him. Or anyone, really, but anyone in a position of fame, power, whatnot. Don't send pictures of your penis to people. And, and well, I mean, this goes for the ladies, too. I mean, women have said, it's just not a good idea, because you know why? You can't get it back. You could keep your penis but you can't get the picture of your penis back. Um, it's just really dumb. And it, what's interesting, too, is that the people that do it are people in not necessarily always high-profile positions, but school teachers, law enforcement, whatever. But while we had, uh, was his, what was his name there? He's in prison. Uh, uh, Anthony Weiner. 
uh, was sending pictures of himself, and well, then he eventually got busted to an underage girl. That's just a whole other juridical category. We won't go there. But just in general, it, it's just something you don't want to do because it's going to come back to bite you. It's going to go back to haunt you. But especially when you're in a position like him. And it sounds to me like most likely he is being extorted. They're, they're obviously using this as, as leverage against him to get him. A very powerful, very wealthy man. It, it, what's interesting is that I saw a poll online about a year ago. And it was a very notable majority of people, men and women that admit that they have sent nude photos of themselves, photographs of themselves to others. I mean, professional people. I mean, this technology stuff is just... The whole the old slogan for, uh, what was the telephone company, reach out and touch someone, has really taken on a whole new meaning. <laughs> but I got to tell you, we need to learn to practice some self-restraint when it comes to this stuff. And let's keep it in the bedroom. I mean, romantic texts, sassy texts, I can get that. But photographs can really get you into a lot of trouble. Not only that, but it's like the old saying, look, we've all, we've all sent a text message we wish we could take back you know, words and things. I mean, I've done it. You've probably done it. It's just the way it's the way things are now with technology. But I'd much rather have an embarrassing text get out than a photo of my, of my unit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're thinking, oh, you're cracking jokes right now. I, <laughs> well, anyway, um, so where, where this thing where this thing will come to an end, I don't know. He's hired a private investigator to find out how all this stuff got leaked, whether or not maybe she might have been paid. And uh, (laughs) this week in politics, sex, blackface, and dick pics. All right. With that, we got to take a break. Uh, Town Hall News is next. Uh, guys, um, with regards to your penis, uh, keep it to yourself, and if you are going to use it, expose it, shut the drapes, and keep it in the bedroom, and don't send it out online. All right, I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Mojo Five O Radio. This is Standing Ground. Talk to you right after the news. <laughs> I don't think I like you anymore You used to watch me shave Now all you do is stare at the floor Oh dear penis, I don't like you anymore It used to be you and me A paper towel in a dirty magazine That's all we needed to Now it seems things have changed I 
I think that you're the one to blame, dear penis. I don't like you anymore. Uh. Now he sings, Dear Rodney, I don't think I like you anymore. Cause when you get to drinking, you put me places I've never been before, dear Rodney. I don't like you anymore. Oh. Can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship? <laughs> Come to terms with truly how we feel. If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever, dear penis. I think I like you after all. Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my balls. <laughs> This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRonstrup. President Trump is pumping up North Korean leader Kim Jong-un ahead of their second summit. President Trump says under Kim Jong-un's leadership, he expects North Korea will become a great economic powerhouse. In a pair of tweets, he says that may surprise some people, but it won't surprise him because he's gotten to know Kim and fully understand how capable he is. In apparent reference to past digs at Kim, in which he referred to the North Korean leader as Little Rocket Man, Trump predicts North Korea will become a different kind of rocket, an economic one. The two leaders are to meet in Vietnam's capital, Hanoi, February 27th and 28th. I'm Ben Thomas. Democrat Elizabeth Warren pushing all her chips to the middle of the table, announcing Saturday that she is now an official candidate for the Democratic nomination for President of the United States. Uh, Warren, in making a speech at Lawrence, Massachusetts, uh, let everybody know that she was now going to be uh, one of the many candidates. She joins uh, colleague uh, Kamala Harris and Kirsten Gillibrand as senators who've announced the pres- for the president, along with Cory Booker. Could Virginia's Democratic woes give Republicans a chance to regain support in the Commonwealth? Keith Peters has a look. The political crisis in Virginia threatens to turn a state that has trended Democratic back into a battleground. And that could complicate the party's efforts to defeat President Trump next year. Democrats don't think voters will suddenly embrace Trump, but the governor and attorney general have admitted they've worn blackface in the past, and the lieutenant governor is now accused of two cases of sexual assault. Democrats fear that could dampen enthusiasm in their base. The Republican Party of Virginia says Democrats have sacrificed their morals and values for political expediency. Keith Peters, Washington. Subaru, Tesla, and a number of other uh, rec- uh, makers recalling about 2 million vehicles because of bad Takata airbags. News and analysis at townhall.com. Hey everyone, Watson Prunier here from Battle for Freedom on Mojo 5 Radio. By now I'm sure you heard about the sad news of Doc's passing. He left us on February 5th. There were a lot of nice things that were shared about him. He's a great guy. But you know what? There's a darker, deep side of Doc that you didn't know about it. And honestly, as a broadcaster, as a journalist, it would have been irresponsible of me not to dig into the truth and follow this huge scandal that I was able to uncover. With some selective listening 
for several hours of many of Doc's programs, I was able to find out some true information as to who he really is. And you'll be able to listen to that on my broadcast this weekend. Battle for Freedom uncovers the blackface conspiracies in Mojo 50. I'm normally on Mondays and Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I'm glad you're going to take some time to listen and hear what I have to say. Take care. There's a better way to meet people without having to suffer through all the crazies. Weed out all the nutty people with WeThePeople.Dating. That's WeThePeople.Dating. It's easy to find a liberty-minded match, and it takes less than a minute to create a free account and begin browsing through over 11 million monthly subscribers. Look, we all know the success of a relationship hinges on the core shared values of a couple. So, check out WeThePeople.Dating. Sign up and start dating today. WeThePeople.Dating. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of a partner. Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo 50 Radio. Nervous? Yes. First time. No, I've been nervous lots of times. All right, welcome back. This is Mojo. Oh, radio. Uh, I am Jeremy Lay. This is Standing Ground. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com. Standingground1776 at gmail.com. Or leave me a message at 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. Would love to hear from you. Okay. The phrase of the month, to me, right now, is the term. Blackface. Uh, am I okay with it? Yes and no. Um, just being honest. With the this recent story coming out of Virginia with the governor uh, and a photo which now... where See, where he screwed up is he went out and he apologized without really researching himself what happened or what transpired in that photo in that yearbook from 1984. When your past comes back to haunt you, as it has done here with this, with this governor, you have to look at the context of the time. 1984, in many regards, is a really long time ago. Where things... I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just saying is there are many. As I, as I spoke in the last hour about Billy Crystal. Oh, you can also include Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, who've also painted their faces black to play characters. I haven't heard any, or they've been they've been very very quiet on the issue. Uh, is that 
things that were acceptable in 1984 are just not acceptable now. But for me, though I'm not saying what he did was okay, take the guy in the KKK outfit out of the equation. That's just, that's ridiculous. Okay, that's that's lynching and horrible stuff, and I don't want to get into that. But if you take just the photo of him dressed up as Michael Jackson, I'm willing to give him a pass. To me, that sort of thing is harmless. To me, blackface, to be offensive for me, for, well, I'm not black, but to me, where I might step back is be like, Paint your face black and depict uh, something horrible. Paint your face black and have a picture taking you in the back of a bus and say Memphis 1958 and smile. That's not funny. That is that is making light of a very dark chapter in our nation's in the American story. Segregation. But when you paint your face black to dress up as Michael Jackson and do the moonwalk, it's different. What's happened now is that we've taken the word offense and we've taken it to a whole new level when it comes to this sort of stuff. There are many things that are offensive to all sorts of people. I've talked about this in the past. My parents are from Ireland. I'm an American, but I'm on direct Irish descent. St. Patrick's Day, I could deem offensive. I could find offensive the slogan at Notre Dame, the fighting Irish. We're picking and choosing who cannot be offended as opposed to who can be offended. But here's one for you. Um, where we get a... We, we go, I wouldn't say too far, we go way over the top when I see stories this week like this. A professor in Salt Lake City wrote an Abed where he claims... That the now I want to play you a cut uh, on the screen. They don't give his name. He's an African American journalist. Uh, uh, he does editorials on a local Fox affiliate. It doesn't even say where. And he himself had this to say. All right, go ahead. Film Mary Poppins, the iconic film, is racist. We're proud knowing millions of people are. Yeah. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Um, this professor, I gotta pull the story up here. He claims that it is of his belief that 
Julie Andrews, uh, Dick Van Dyke, and, and Mary Poppins there. When you watch the film, in many instances, there's black soot on their faces. Obviously, from the, the ash coming from the chimneys in London proper. And I, I guess, I mean, that's what I've always taken as... But he's referring to it as blackface. All right. Here's what he said. A Salt Lake City professor is deeming the classic 1964 film Mary Poppins as racist, accusing Julie Andrews of blackening up her face with soot while dancing with uh, chimney sweeps. In a New York Times op-ed called Mary Poppins and a Nanny's Shameful Flirting with Blackface, Professor Daniel Pollock, Pollock Peltzer, I think I have that right, slammed the iconic dance scenes where Poppins joins Dick Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke's Burke character, on the rooftop for the song Step in Time. He goes on to say, when the magical nanny accompanies her young Michael, uh, Michael and Jane Banks, up into the chimney, her face gets covered in soot. But instead of wiping it off, she... <laughs> This is ridiculous. She gamely powders it, powders her nose and cheeks even blacker. The Linfield uh, literature professor linked the scene to racism uh, because they blacken their faces. <laughs> now, I want to play you this cut. This is a African-American journalist. At a local Fox affiliate. They didn't put his name on the screen. I wish I could give it to you. But anyway, l- listen to what he has to say about this. All right, go ahead. Now get this and just pause and follow me on this. In a recent New York Times op-ed, a professor claiming the classic, and it is one of the great classics, a classic 1964 film, Mary Poppins, is racist because it flirts with, and I quote, blackface. The writer, Daniel Pollock Pelzer, writes, and I quote, When the magical nanny accompanies her young charges, Michael and Jane Banks, up their chimney, her face gets covered in soot, but instead of wiping it off, she gamely powders her nose and cheeks even blacker. Okay. Are you kidding me? Really? This is... The equivalent of kids playing in the dirt. One of you gets mud on your face. Now you're going to play soldiers or whatever. And you're going to rub it in because you've seen it in the movies. This is a fictional character playing a role in a movie that has nothing to do with race, but with a nanny and her children. Elitists, whatever the term you want to apply to them, to this professor, writing articles that are not specious, they are absolute garbage. You see, spreading racist claims and narratives, they're doing more harm than good in our society. And that's what I want you to take away from all of this. We will get to the real conversation at some point. He's right. I mean, that is just total, total garbage. Ridiculous. Um, I, 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 will, I will admit, that there are movies and shows going back that do have 
uh, racist overtones to them, Oklahoma being one of them. But it doesn't change the fact that they're... Uh, Mary Poppins, I'm leaving out of it, because uh, Mary Poppins is not in any way racist, okay? But I remember up here in my neck of the woods years ago, a high school, a, a, a PC group came through town and got the production of West Side Story canceled because I painted Puerto Ricans in a bad light as being violent. So, um, I, I will concede there are, are, but once again, it's the context of the time they were written. But Mary Poppins, no. Sorry. Not in that. All right. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Mojo 5-0 Radio. Uh, drop me a line at 508-479-9055. 508-479-9055. Leave me a message. Tell me where you're calling from. Any comments, questions, criticisms. Just be nice. Okay. Uh, before I forget, i got to let you know about something. That's Charity Magnets. Uh, Charity Magnets, one of my sponsors. Uh, go to CharityMagnets.com. Charity Magnets designs and produces beautiful, high-quality products for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. Their community includes law enforcement professionals and their families, first responders, corrections officers, members of the military, and private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and helping citizens in times of need. Okay, Your support is sincerely valued by the brave men and women in law enforcement. Now, for each sale, any of these products, a donation will be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer, which has raised more than $2.5 million in donations. $2.5 million in donations. Use the coupon code MOJO, M-O-J-O, MOJO, for $5 off your purchase and do good. All right? Go to CharityMadness.com. CharityMadness.com to view what can be purchased. These great, high-quality products doing good. Once again, Raising money for cops for kids with cancer. More than $2.5 million. That is great news. Please go check them out. CharityMadness.com. www.CharityMadness.com. All right. um, I'll give you three guesses. Uh, Who's back out on the circuit? Uh, You guessed it. Hillary Clinton, uh, in a pre-recorded video um, for the 2019 uh, Makers Conference, uh, made a pre-recorded video, uh, um, well... She, um, I, she has it, I think, in her head that she is going to run. But anyway, we have the video, so let's uh, let's fire it, shall we? All right. I know that's awful, but hey, what the hell? Hello, makers. I wish I could be there with you because this is such an important time. More than at any other point in my life, women are coming together to tackle big problems and rewrite old rules. And I am energized and encouraged by the diverse group of women everywhere who are speaking out, speaking out against inequality and bigotry and racism and homophobia and organizing oh, deplorable change in Us, their communities deplorable, and our country, deplorable people. refusing to give in to cynicism or fear. 
You know, the tidal wave of women and young people running for office is helping to build an America that's not only kinder, fairer, bigger-hearted, but safer, stronger, and more secure. And as Speaker Nancy Pelosi, doesn't that sound great, has proved yet again, Jeez. it often takes a woman to get the job done. I'm going to vomit. I've said for many years, and I believe more fiercely than ever today, that standing up for the rights and opportunities for women and girls is the unfinished business of the 21st century. Mm. Finishing that business is going to take all of us. Innovators and entrepreneurs, athletes and activists, trailblazers and change makers. Let her finish, let her finish. And also women and men. This is a pivotal moment. And altogether, I believe there is nothing we can't do. So here's to the work ahead. And I look forward to working with you every step of the way. All right, well, look, I don't in any way want to um, uh, trounce upon... Mrs. Clinton's right to free speech. Uh, but she is 100% USDA approved full of shit. I'm not saying that I'm against the advancement of women in politics. Nothing wrong with it. It's great. Um, looking forward to a female president, just as long as she's a Republican. But as I indicated in the last couple of shows, there's this assumption that it has to be a woman. My impression is that the best person to go up against Donald Trump right now as the year of turns is Joe Biden. Anyway, that being said, this coming Saturday, guess who's decided to, well, we all know, is going to make her official announcement to run. You guessed it. Pocahontas, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yes. Uh, Chief Thundercloud Warren will announce uh, her candidacy for the presidency. Um, well, well, okay. She, um, uh, the, the problem that Pocahontas has um, is this. Well, here's, here's what's going on with her in the last week. As you know, we have to go back and visit this a little bit. She claimed to be Native American on her her Harvard application and all that, okay? And then when it got out, she handled it so poorly and went on TV and, you know, told Jim Browdy or her uh, she had high cheekbones and all that. Please give me a break. Well, believe it or not, the situation had always been around her. But it, I wouldn't say it was dying out, but people were beginning to kind of move on from a little bit, a little bit. So what did she do? She went and she took the blood test. And what did the blood test prove? Proved nothing. And, you know, she released the video that showed, hey, uh, the, the, uh, the genealogist comes on the telephone and says, oh, yeah, you're one in 5,000 Indian, whatever. She says, oh, yeah, I'm an Indian. Well, now what she's done is she's apologized to the Cherokee Nation and said that she's sorry for taking the blood test. <laughs> you talk about a train wreck. Now what has happened is she has gone from making it 
a thorn in the ass to a, an albatross of unbelievable proportion. That this press conference is out of which I wish I could be at. I can't make it. You know she's going to be hit with it. And that is, come on, let's just get it out once and for all. Are you a Cherokee Indian? It turns out now that her, what was it? She Another document got out this past week where she identified herself as Native American on her bar certification or something like that. I think the Dems are going to run from Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> anyway, uh, not really much more to go on that one uh, other than, other than, other than, well, hang in there. Hey, look, you never know. After the last election, anything can happen. But look, Liz, if you want to um, get rid of your tomahawk and you're thinking about getting a gun, because we know you're, you're anti-gun, but you've got bodyguards around you with serious hardware. That's what I love about these people. They're all anti-guns until somebody until they need protection and then whatever. So, hey, Liz, uh, drop your tomahawk and go to Tar River Arms, okay? Uh, Tar River Arms is America's first virtual gun store. It is, in fact, the most convenient place in the world to shop for firearms, okay? Uh, making it easier and more comfortable than ever to purchase uh a firearm online. Modernizing online firearms sales to accommodate the online generation. Uh, and for those who prefer brick and mortar experiences through the 3D interactive experience to view and inspect the gun you are purchasing. Great guns, great prices, and great service. Veteran-owned and veteran-run. Veteran-owned and veteran-run. They have weekly specials that eliminate sh- uh, shipping and broker fees. You order, you pick up. No additional fees. All right? Go check them out. You can see everything online, all the guns, ones you're interested in, all the weekly specials at tarriverarms.com. Tarriverarms.com. Once again, the most convenient place in the world to purchase a firearm. Tarriverarms.com. Go check them out. Hey, look, I was just thinking now that you you heard me play uh, The Bitches Back with Hillary Clinton, and I played the lightning bolt and stuff with, with Elizabeth Warren. In this age of uptightness, and I'm thinking about Doc Thompson, who, I don't know for a fact, but probably did not like the FCC. Uh, They're suppressionists. Now, when I do stuff like that, and I kind of do it pretty rarely, um, it's not intended to offend anybody. Uh, offense is something that's taken, not given, right? Yet, uh, as I alluded to a little earlier, it all depends on who you're offending. The biggest offense to the Cherokee Nation is Elizabeth Warren. And to me, the biggest offense to women is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is not in touch with today's women. Hillary Clinton is a dinosaur. She she didn't leave them. I'm sorry. They didn't leave Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton left them. So if you take offense to that stuff when I do it, I'm doing it for a little theater and a little fun. And yeah, to take a jab. 
you can be rest assured there there's many liberals that would have plenty of songs to play for Donald Trump. Uh, or or they'll go on Saturday Night Live and they'll ridicule, ridicule Lindsey Graham, who there's been rumored that he may be gay, and ridicule homosexuality. <laughs> the, the very people that are totally against that kind of thing will do it to a conservative if a conservative may be gay. So they have their fun too. It's just interesting how they're the ones that preach the tolerance, yet they're the most intolerant, right? Do you remember Larry Craig at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport there, Senator Widestance? The jokes the left were making about him and gay sex? What do, you, what, do you think, what do you think if Barney Frank had been arrested at that airport? Oh, you're targeting him. You're, you're, targeting, a, you're targeting a gay man. Oh, it's terrible. So... And, and, and what I just did there, what you just heard, is incredibly mild compared to what the left has done and said and, and made comments about Donald Trump and his family. We can mention a few. Kathy Griffin, what she did was disgusting. Uh, Peter Fonda, make alluding to kidnapping Baron Trump, calling, uh, not him, but others, writers at Comedy Central, calling Baron Trump retarded, uh, people calling for the assassination of Donald Trump. So... I'll pay a lightning, play a lightning bulb, and when I'm talking about Hillary Clinton, I'll play Elton John's The Bitches Back. I, and, and if you're offended by it, tough, then just don't listen to me. I like to have my fun. All right. Uh, this is Standing Ground. Uh, we're way up against the clock here. All right, quick break, and I will talk to you on the other side. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com, standingground1776 at gmail.com. This is Mojo 50 Radio. Give me a call at 508 479 9055. That's 508 479 9055. If I've not, uh, 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 well, uh, hurt your feelings and made you feel terrible that to the point where you have to go into therapy, I hope to uh, have you back on the other side of the break. All right. Talk to you then. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Doc Thompson got the new show on Mojo Five O coming up. Hopefully, you'll uh, join us for that. And as a regular feature, my good friend, my life partner, Chef Patrick Mosier. I mean that in a food sort of way. I would hope so. Yeah, uh, you'll be joining us on the broadcast as well. Absolutely, every day that you ask me to. <laughs> Talking food and business and prostitutes, right? Because you're the food biz pro, and that's what the pros for. It's all about cocaine and hookers. It's all about cocaine and hookers until somebody gets arrested, and then it's about the legal system. And well, you get the point. We'll be talking food and food trends and business and of course we'll be spotlighting business as I always have on my broadcast but Chef Patrick Moser will join us and he has his own platform starting soon on Spoonie Radio. Spoonie Radio 24 hour food talk radio. Can you really talk about food for 24 hours a day? I could but even I don't want to listen to myself talk about food for 24 hours so, so we will have. Somebody a, will. Someone will be on the air 24 hours a day talking food, fun, travel, culture and more than anything food. Dating today with all the crazies out there has Jeez. to be nuts. Yes, it really would. It wouldn't it be nice if there was a place you could go to find people who think 
Like you do? Like like me? Like libertarians and conservatives? Right? There is. We huh. the people dot dating. Amazing. What a genius idea. This is a site that you can go to if you're single and you are looking for somebody who you know you're going to think the same way as for, you know, from a, a political freedom standpoint. Uh, if you want to date the right person for you, you'll find them in one place. We the people dot dating. Take the pain out of ordering your diabetic testing supplies with Diathrive. Diathrive ships the testing supplies you need directly to you when you need them. Best of all, with plans starting as low as $8 a month, Diathrive is probably going to cost you less than what you're paying today. Diathrive is so convinced that you'll love their service, they're offering your first month of supplies free. Simply type the code DOC, D-O-C, at checkout, diathrive.com. That's D-I-A, thrive.com. You're listening to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. Welcome back to Standing Ground. This is Mojo 5 Radio, now an iHeart station. Uh, drop me a line at 508 479 9055. 508 479 9055. Great to be with you on this weekend. And before I move on, you need to take care of some business. Uh, do you guys know about Patriot Mobile? Well, believe it or not, some of these big cell phone companies, uh, well, they fund the left. They fund the left agenda, right? So uh, do you want to put an end to hidden fees, automated calls, uh, and funding liberal agendas, right? Switch today to Patriot Mobile. Uh, Patriot Mobile provides more than just a cell phone service, okay? They cherish the sanctity of life and fight daily to protect it, make a difference, and defund Planned Parenthood and those freaks in Virginia. We know what they were doing last week, right? Or they were up to, or what they were promoting. We use our phones every single day. So why not use it for a good cause, okay? Switch to PatriotMobile.com, okay? Patriot Mobile offers a contract buyout, $500 per line, up to $1,500 per account credits. Feel good about funding the right agenda with every call you make. Go check them out at PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com or call 1-800-272-8746. That's 1-800-272-8746. Go check them out. Patriot mobile.com supporting your values at a value make a change connect to the cause patriotmobile.com switch today okay uh here's a story you haven't heard much about i believe has been underreported but anyway if we could please uh cut 16 president trump's counselor kellyanne conway is speaking publicly for the first time and about an alleged assault last fall well, she was at a Maryland restaurant with her teenage daughter. Conway spoke with our Dana Bash. Dana joins us now from Washington with the details. Dana, what have you learned? Well, John, I sat down with Kellyanne for my series, Badass Women of Washington. And during that interview, she spoke for the first time about being in a restaurant with her middle-aged, uh, middle school-aged daughter, rather, some of her daughter's friends and their parents in Bethesda, Maryland, a suburb right here in Washington. It was in October of 2018, right after the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, and the tensions were very, very high. I was uh, assaulted in a restaurant. And that, person, how? and that person has to go to court soon. Assaulted how? I was standing next to my daughter and many of her friends at dinner. I mean, she was right here, right next to me. And her friends were too. And 
somebody was grabbing me from behind, grabbed my arms, and was shaking me to the point where I thought maybe somebody was hugging me, one of the other parents coming to pick up his or her daughter. And then as I turned around, it just felt weird. It felt like, well, it's a little aggressive. And I turned around, and the woman had grabbed my hands. She was just unhinged. She just was, a stranger. She was out of control. I don't even know how to explain her to you. She just, her whole face was terror and anger and just, but she was right here, and my daughter was right there. And she ought to pay for that. She ought to pay for that because she has no right to touch anybody. She put her hands on me. I said, get your hands off me. She put her hands on me and was shaking me and then was doing it from the front with my daughter right there who then videotaped her. And let me tell you something. She just would not leave the restaurant. She kept going on and on. She went outside. She just wouldn't stop. This woman thinks it's okay to touch someone else. It's not okay. It's not okay by her own standards and not okay by the law. So you called 911. The police came. I called 911. The police came. Did they arrest her? They, she left. With the police? Uh, no, they had no. She had already gone. You told the president about it. I did, but long after, I told other people. Who what did he say? Here. Are, what he always says: Are you okay? Were you okay? Was your daughter okay? Were the other girls okay? How was your daughter? That's so traumatic. Tough. I mean, I would imagine for you, but as a mother, probably the first thing you're thinking about of is other your daughter. People's kids there, which is why I didn't want to talk about it publicly. But I don't want it to become a thing. I just wanted to become a teachable moment for everyone. During the interview, I asked Kellyanne about incendiary rhetoric coming from her boss, the president, like calling the press the enemy of the people, for example, and whether she views that, too, as contributing to the toxic All right, atmosphere. stop, stop. She- you see, th- there, there's, there's where Dana Bash just completely loses the whole point of it. It has nothing to do with the president's rhetoric. That is never okay. But I can tell you right now... If Nancy Pelosi was subject to that kind of behavior, it would be wall-to-wall all day. Now, in all fairness to Chuck Schumer, what did Chuck Schumer say on the floor? Well, I should back up a second. Maxine Waters, the idiot who I call Dopahontas. Dopahontas, remember her when she did this? If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, it's a form of incitement. Not legally, you couldn't hold her calm for incitement, but that's what the left wants. Kellyanne Conway, what, what happened to Sarah Sanders? They can't even go out to dinner. It's what happens when the left becomes unhinged. But in all fairness to Chuck Schumer, I want to play what he said on the floor of the Senate uh, a few months ago. Finally, Mr. President, a word on a different subject. Here in the Senate, we disagree with one another frequently and often fervently. I certainly do. Many of us disagree with the policies of the current administration. In a country as large and diverse as ours, Politics has always been a noisy, raucous affair, probably even more so today. That's okay. But we all have to remember to treat our fellow Americans, all of our fellow Americans, with the kind of civility and respect we expect will be afforded to us. I strongly disagree with those who advocate harassing folks if they don't agree with you. He was talking to Maxine Waters. If you disagree with someone or something, stand up. Make your voice heard. Explain why you think they're wrong and why you're right. Make the argument. Protest. 
peacefully. If you disagree with a politician, organize your fellow citizens to action and vote them out of office. But no one should call for the harassment of political opponents. That's not right. That's not American. Now, I understand those who look at the conduct of this president, a man who habitually engages in bullying, name-calling, slander, and nastiness for its own sake, and think, we have to fight fire with fire. I know, I felt those emotions myself. I think we all do. I understand those who are outraged at the hypocrisy of this president when he complains about bullying, harassment, and nastiness when it's used against him or his allies, and he uses it as a regular tool almost every day. I'm outraged by that hypocrisy, the double standard that we seem to let this president get away with. But the president's tactics and behavior should never be emulated. It should be repudiated by organized, well-informed, and passionate advocacy. As Michelle Obama, a person who represents the same kind of fineness that we've always had in America, complete contrast to the coarseness of this president said, when they go low, we go high. That's a contrast of civility, honor, and decency to President Trump's coarseness and meanness. And it's a contrast that will serve those of us who oppose what the president does so well. To opponents of the president's policies, the best way to limit what he can do to show that America is not as coarse, as mean, as hypocritical as his behavior suggests, the best solution is to win elections. Well said. Um, I, I, you know, I'll have to say, and I'm a Trump supporter, sometimes when Donald Trump points his finger and says, hey, you know, to Jim Acosta, don't be rude, I'll say to myself, hey, well, there's the pot car in the kettle black. You've been known to be very rude on many occasions, Mr. President. I've seen you be nasty, so I'm with Chuck Schumer on that. But the overall genesis of his point is that if you don't like somebody, you don't like a politician, find a way to get them out of office. Beat them at the ballot box. Don't go up and body check them at a Target or harass them at a restaurant. And the the unfortunate thing is that there are some people like Maxine Waters that think that's okay and that's how they think you are going to get things done you you know you you know what what i do here every weekend is my way of going into the restaurant and saying something to Elizabeth Warren via the radio but i'll tell you right now if i bumped into Elizabeth Warren at a place of business or a restaurant, I would go over and I would shake her hand. Or if I was working in that restaurant, what can I get you, Senator? It's an honor to have you. Would you like some pow chow? No, I'm just kidding. But I, 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 or I might outside maybe have a civil discussion with her. Might get a little heated, but I'm not going to, you know, go up and get around her and harass her and, and scream at her, especially, you know, if she's around family and that kind of thing. It's never okay for either side to do that. 
If I bumped into Chuck Schumer at the airport, I'd shake his hand. I might engage in a in a discussion with him. I wouldn't scream at him. I might I might look. I might I might go into the uh, the airport gift shop and get him a box of tissues. <laughs> And you know he'd probably laugh at that, but I might I might directly look at him in the face and say, you know, Senator, you know, yeah, I don't know where you're going with this or this whole thing. And most likely, Chuck Schumer would engage me, fine. But if I see him at the at a restaurant having his dinner, I'm not going to go over and start berating him. I didn't get anything done that way. And look, I I to be honest with you and to be upfront with you, I have tried to improve myself, especially in this political climate, to just you know. When you get, in, in, depending on the venue that you're in, okay, when you're around somebody who disagrees with you, do your best to just listen and hear them out. My, 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 my rule, my equation, my metric, okay, is this. If someone who disagrees with me, I let them finish. And I will say to them, are you done because I'd like to respond? If they say yes, and I mean it, I'll keep mental notes in my head as they go along where I believe they're wrong or they're factually incorrect. When I go to respond, and it usually happens with a liberal, it's going to happen. If they interrupt me when I'm responding to them, I will graciously say this conversation is over. Why? I never interrupted you and you are not extending me that courtesy. And it's over. And say, you have a good day. I wish you the very best. I can't wish you success with your candidate. I can't wish you success with your agenda. But I do wish you well. And move on. We all strive to do better. We have different ways of doing it. But calling for the harassment of people or going up to Kellyanne. I hope she's going to court. Yeah, she's going to court on this one. Uh, Yeah, throw throw the book at the woman who did it. And especially to do it in front of children like that is, you know, awful, terrible thing to do. So, but I thought that Chuck Schumer, and that's why I didn't want to talk over it, and I played that full cut, because obviously he, he, he does not, he's not a fan of Donald Trump's, but he made very valid and very fair points. I cannot stand that guy, but he's not wrong. He's just not wrong. Come on, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try and love one another right now, oh yeah, okay, speaking love and charity, uh, charity magnets, okay, have I told you about charity magnets on this program before, I'm sure you've heard me, right, uh, charity magnets designs and produces beautiful high quality products uh, for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts, during their community includes law enforcement professionals and their families, first responders, corrections officers, uh, members of the military, and private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and helping others in times of need. All right, Your support is sincerely valued by the brave men and women of law enforcement. For each sale, a donation will be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer has given more than $2.5 million dollars. In donations, $2.5 million. Go to CharityMadness.com, CharityMadness.com, okay? And view what can be purchased. In the coupon code, use Mojo, M-O-J-O, Mojo coupon code will get you $5 off your purchase. $5 off, coupon code Mojo, M-O-J-O. 
www.charitymanage.com. This is Mojo Five O Radio. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com, standingground1776 at gmail.com, or you can reach me at 508-479-9055, 508-479-9055, and leave me a message. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. You know, going back to Chuck Schumer's speech on the floor of the Senate, this is a little revisionist because it happened a while. It happened actually before the shutdown. But I want to play it again because it's so entertaining. Do you guys remember the meeting in the Oval Office between Chuck Schumer, Donald Trump, Nancy Pelosi, and Mike Pence, who sat there like a potted plant? I love I love this audio. I got I want to play the full cut, or at least what I have of it. And Trump, who was the most transparent president we've had in in history, at least in in the in media president we've had anyway since since the advent of television and radio and whatnot, but. I love this audio, this this video of him uh, sitting talking to Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and having a back and forth, and it never gets old. Okay, uh, if you could please cut ten. Yes, take us to the Oval Office. <laughs> Just a few months ago. Guys, that we must keep government open that a shutdown is not worth anything and that you should not have a Trump shutdown. Okay. Uh, you have the, the oh, White House and Trump shutdown. Oh. You have the White House. <laughs> you have the Senate. You have the House of Representatives. You have the votes. You should pass no, it right now. No, we don't have the votes, Nancy, because in the Senate we need 60 votes. No, no, but in the House. And we don't you have could bring it up right now yeah, today. Excuse me. But I can't get it passed in the House if it's not going to pass in the Senate. I don't want to waste time. Well, the fact is you can get it started that way. The and House we could get passed very easily. Okay. And we do. Then but the problem is the Senate, because we need 10 Democrats to vote, yeah, and they won't the vote. Point, stop stop is, one second. What's great about this is that we all got to watch it. Now, I got to give you the vista. Trump is sitting there. He's smirking. Uh, on Trump's right is Pence, and Nancy's on one side on the couch, and on the other side of the couch is Chuck Schumer. And then they continue. All right, go ahead. Is that there are equities to be weighed, and we're here to have a conversation in a right. prayerful way. So I don't think we should have a debate in front of the press on this. Why but not? The fact is, the, Senate, <laughs> the House Republicans could bring up this bill if they had the votes immediately and set the tone for what you want. If we thought we were going to get it passed in the Senate, Nancy. We would do it immediately. We get it passed very easily in the House. Yeah, we would get it, Nancy. I'd have it passed in two seconds. It doesn't matter though because we can't get it passed in the Senate because we. Need ten Democrat votes. Well, That's the problem. Again, let us have our conversation, and then we can meet with the press again. No, no, but let the, the press fact stay. Is, is that, <laughs> that legislating, which is what we do. Stop, stop, stop. You begin, you make- she wants the cameras out. You see, and this is what this is the magic of Trump. He understands how much the media hates him, but he knows how to use him. Go ahead. Your, your point, you state your case. That's what the House Republicans could do if they had the votes. But there are no votes in the House, a majority of votes, for a wall, no matter where you start. Exactly right. If I needed the votes for the wall in the House, I would have them in one session well, would be do done. It. Do it. it doesn't help because we need 10 Democrats in now, the Senate. Now, don't put it on the Senate. Put, put it on the negotiation. Okay, let me ask you this. Just, and we're doing this in a very friendly manner. It doesn't help okay. for me to take a vote in the House where I will win easily with the Republicans, no, it doesn't help to take that vote because I'm not going to get the vote of the Senate. the Senate. I need 10 senators. That's the problem. You have the White House, you have the Senate. Come on, Chuck. Get in there, Chuck. 
and Come the on. House would give me the vote if I wanted it. But I can't because I need, Nancy, I need 10 votes from Chuck. Yeah, let me President, say something. Oh, here we go. Let me just say one thing. The fact is, you do not have the votes in the House. Nancy, I do. <laughs> we need border security. Nancy, Nancy, we need border security. It's very simple. Of course we do. We need border security. People are pouring into our country, including terrorists. We have terrorists. We caught 10 terrorists over the last very short period of time. 10. These are very serious people. Our border agents, all of our law enforcement has been incredible what they've done. But we caught 10 terrorists. These are people that were looking to do harm. We need the wall. We need, more important than anything, we need border security, of which the wall is just a piece. But it's important. Chuck, did you want to say something? Yeah, please. Here's what I want to say. We have okay. a lot of disagreements here. No the Washington Post <laughs> no today gave you a whole lot of Pinocchios oh. because they say you constantly misstate how much the wall is built, how much of the wall is built, and how much is there. But that's not the point here. We have a disagreement about the wall, Washington whether Post. it's effective or whatever. Not on border security. <laughs> stop, stop. So right after, right after Schumer said that, Trump looks over at Pence and goes, oh, yeah, the Washington Post. All right, yeah, all right, go ahead. But on the wall, we do not want to shut down the government. You were called 20 times to shut down the government. You say, I want to shut down the government. We don't. We want to come to an agreement. If we can't come to an agreement, we have solutions that will pass the House and Senate right now and will not shut down the government, and that's what we're urging you to do. Not threaten to shut down the government because you, you want to shut down the government because you can't get the your last way. Time you shut it down, you yeah, got killed. Let me say something, Mr. <laughs> President. You just say, my way or we'll shut down the government. We have a proposal that Democrats and Republicans will support to do a CR. That will not shut down the government. We urge you Continuing to take it. It's not good border security. I won't take it. And if it's not good border security, I won't take it. It's what because when you look at these numbers of the effectiveness of our border security, and when you look at the job that we're doing you with just our military, said it is effective. can I be? Can I tell you something? Yeah, you just said without a wall, these are only areas where you have the walls. We want to do where this. you have walls, Chuck. It's effective. We, where you don't have walls, it is not effective. Let's call a halt to this. We've come in here. The first branch of government, the Article One, the legislative branch. We're coming in in good faith to negotiate with you about how we can keep the government open. open. The, 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 we're going to keep it open American, if we have border security. The American, if we don't have border security, I'm, Chuck, I'm with you. we're not going to keep it open. I'm with you. We are going to have border security. And it's the same what you're bragging about what has been done. <laughs> We want to do the same thing we did last year, this year. That's our proposal. If it's good then, it's good now, and it won't shut down the government. Chuck, we can build a but much that's bigger section Let's, let's, debate, let's debate in private. Okay? Yeah, okay, all right, now stop. Okay, so there, there, is, there is all about... See, do you remember when... When... Uh, 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 what was his name? Jim Acosta, the smartass from CNN, got his White House credentials pulled, which is totally legal... The president can do that. And people like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are all about, oh, a free press, the First Amendment's right to a free press, a free press, free press. I counted four, five, four times in that in that colloquy in the Oval Office. They were calling to have the press leave so they could discuss it, and Donald Trump was like, no, I want the American people to see this. This is great. <laughs> and it was. It's wonderful. And in all fairness to Chuck Schumer, that is the kind of spirited discussion that we need to have and do it that way and directly and not go into restaurants and harass people and go on Twitter and Facebook and do whatever and threaten people's lives. It just doesn't get us anywhere. That being said, and to end today's program, I believe someone who would agree with me on that 
is having heated but civil discussion would have been Doc Thompson, who we lost tragically this past week, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, out jogging, uh, struck and killed by a train. Guys, I got to tell you, I hate to kind of leave on a bummer note, but here's the bottom line. You never know. And you really do, I think it was W.C. Fields, maybe I got it wrong, who said, live every day as if it was your last, because one of these days, it's going to be. I I cannot even come close to being able to fathom what Doc's wife, Doc Thompson's wife, and his family is going through. And I don't know if she's listening to me right now, but if she is, I've been fortunate that I've never been in a situation where I've lost someone suddenly like that, um, that was super close to me. I lost a friend on Pan Am 103 back in the late 80s, but she wasn't somebody who was super, super close. Um, that's the closest I've ever come to it. I, I, have, I, I can't imagine what you're going through, but I'll say this, which I believe is true. You and your children will never forget this horrible thing that happened. But believe it or not, and it may not may not feel that way this way now, but you will recover. The sun will shine again. You will have brighter days. And I know it doesn't feel like that right now. There's no possible way it can. But it will happen. And you have the support of all your friends around you, like a million sons. You and I, I, I don't know you, but obviously, if there's anything you need from me, you contact Ron Phillips. He has my number. Ron, feel free to give it to her. Give me a call. Anything I can do. Please, um, like I said at the top of the hour, if I try to read it verbatim, the GoFundMe page, I'll mess up all the backslashes. But if you go to GoFundMe, Doc Thompson, you will see um, all the information to um, uh, to help out with the, the Children's College Fund and all sorts of other expenses. My understanding is that the funeral service for Doc Thompson will be this coming Thursday, I believe. I will not be able to attend. I'm too far away. Um I was up to some way maybe they could stream it because I, I would definitely love to see what people have to say. Um, so anyway, with that, uh, Doc Thompson, thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart and what you did for me and what you've done for countless others. God bless. Uh, this is Mojo Five O Radio. Once again, thank you, Doc Thompson. God bless you. We will never forget you. Rest in peace, my friend. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Blackbird singing in the dead of night 
take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to rise. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these sunken eyes and learn to see. For this moment to be free Blackbird fly Blackbird fly Into the light of a dark black night This moment to arise, blackbird fly, blackbird fly into the light of a dark black night. Blackbird singing in the dead of Dead of night, take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arise. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. 